When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. The most, of the, most of the players who are still alive were there, but Tom Brady got booed when he was announced. Mm-hmm. Oh. Not sure why. There's a lot of different reasons people don't they like Tom love Brady. love to hate Tom Brady. <laughs> Deflate gate, Jen. That's well, why. That's one of them. <laughs> that's one of the many. But Cam Newton, he was in a pretty sour mood after the game, and he went to his post-game press conference and gave mostly one-word answers, and one word was mostly no, and then he just walked off. Yeah, it was one pretty just We'll off. be back. Ron said Denver two years ago had a tough time. They bounced back. Uh, you take that to heart when he told you after the game? No. Can you put a finger on what uh, what Carolina did not play the way it normally plays? Got outplayed. Is there a reason why? Got outplayed, bro. Is there anything Denver did defensively that, I mean, I know you've seen them, studied them, but they're pretty much what you had seen on film. Was there anything different you think they put in for this game? Nothing different. Did you see anything that you didn't expect today? They just played better than us. I don't know what you want me to say. Yeah, what do you say? Yeah. They made better, more plays than us, and that's what it come down to. I mean, we had our opportunities. It wasn't nothing special that they did. We dropped balls. We turned the ball over. Gave up sacks. Threw errant passes. That's it. They scored more points than me. Can you put into words the disappointment you feel right now? We lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He really. That hurts. <laughs> gave him a lot. Yeah, but I would have loved to have heard him give the Denver Bronco defense a little bit more credit. Yeah. Just really, because I, I watched his pregame interview, and he's talking about all of these players that he really admires and looks up to, and and. They yeah. never, they never would have done that in the post game. I think it was bad conference. too. Like when there was probably, I don't even know what thirty seconds or a minute left. Like he laid down on the field and rolled over and got back. It just seemed very childish to me. Mm. I was disappointed for you to be such a, you know, I, I was disappointed. I had like a gigantic man crush on him, and that for me was oh, deflating. Got a beautiful smile. Yes. Mm. But Peyton Manning, after the Super Bowl, said twice that he was going to drink a lot of Budweiser. So everybody was wanting to know how much he was getting paid to say that. But Budweiser is claiming nothing. Yeah, that does seem like uh, that was a shameless plug as if it was tied to some endorsement. It was very special. This game was much like this season has been. It uh, really tested our toughness, our resilience, our unselfishness. 
selfishness. And uh, so it's only fitting it kind of turned out that way. And great bunch of teammates, great bunch of guys I got to play with. And I just feel very, very grateful. Obviously, it's very special to cap it off with a Super Bowl championship. You know, I'll take some time to reflect. I got a couple of priorities first. I want to go kiss my wife and my kids. I want to go... You know, hug my family. I'm going to drink a lot of Budweiser tonight, Tracy. I promise you that. And uh, so I'm going to take care of those things first. Definitely going to say a little prayer and thank the man upstairs for this great opportunity. I'm just very grateful. Still, even if he doesn't have a deal in place, how much you want to bet, you know, an 18-wheeler of Budweiser product shows up at his house. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Thank Manning. You. He'll get a thank you. But, you know, he's a pretty sharp guy. He agreed to take um, a pay cut this year, actually. He uh, took a reduced salary from $19 million to $15 million, but then he got them to agree to two bonuses, $2 million for getting to the Super Bowl and another $2 million for winning it. So he ended up making his $19 million wow, this year anyway. Cool. Yeah. Does does it explain or is there anything as to why he agreed to take a pay cut, what the motivation was behind that? Was it to afford other players? I don't know if they explained to him why they they wanted him to make less money. Well, they wanted to build up their defense players, and so that's what they had to do is that they started bringing these people in that were, like, on the defense, and they started giving them more money, and they had to go to Peyton and say, look, you're making X amount. We is only have cool? so much. Uh, yes. Would you be willing, you right. know, if, if it can get us there? Mm-hmm. Can you survive on only 15? Uh, you know, it's <laughs> hard. I mean, you really feel that. I, I just a stand up dude though. With you, like Jen was talking about the pregame stuff. Like when they interviewed him, Coach Gower interviewed him, and he was getting choked up talking about all of the players, and he just wanted to be like a. He wanted his coaches and his players that he's all always played with just to respect him, and he kept going um oh, during the interview because he was gonna he's cry. I'm okay. I'm <clears throat> <clears throat> exactly good. What it was. Yeah, it was right. Yeah. Well, the best way, I suppose, to... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. To win, win the Super Bowl is if your commercial is memorably funny or you go for the heartstrings. Eight mm-hmm. of the ten most popular Super Bowl ads last year, this is last year now, were sentimental. That definitely was not the theme this year. In fact, it was kind of a mixed bag without any theme, unless you count talking animals. There were a lot of talking animals <laughs> this year. And the usual mix of celebrity cameos, cars, and Doritos pushing the envelope. We've got some of the highlights of those coming up next as your as your special E News, your special Super Bowl edition of E News continues next. This year we had kind of a mixed bag of everything. USA Today ranked all sixty three of them with their ad meter ratings, but I'm not sure. If you'll agree, um, 15 picks for at least the most buzzworthy moments, maybe not necessarily your favorites, 
in the order that they appeared, they just didn't always generate buzz for the right reasons. Avocados from Mexico, do you remember that ad? Is that the aliens? Yeah, the first commercial that actually made most of us laugh were Aliens in the Future Tour Museum shot of, of, of pop culture artifacts from the past, like the dress that no one could agree what color it was. Right. Scott Bayo. This is one of those that was released ahead of time. So if you didn't see it last night, you probably saw it last week. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, there was the Doritos Ultrasound. I thought that was kind of funny. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah, that Doritos usually goes a little more edgy, and this one delivered for two reasons. One, women got a laugh at their idiotic husbands, mm-hmm. and it suggested birth by Doritos, <laughs> so the lazy dad ended up making things happen. Uh-huh. Uh, there was the astronaut who took a ride in an Audi. In was the R8. Which, by the way, that car is sexy. That's a sweet-looking mm-hmm. car. It's the yeah. 50 Shades of Grey car. Oh, is it really? Mm-hmm. And it had the sentimental kick that was so big last year. Uh, Puppy Monkey Baby. Now this oh was, my God. That was a WTFO for a lot <laughs> of people. That was creepy. I was sitting there the whole time. I'm like, what is this? I started <laughs> laughing my butt off the more, the longer this commercial <laughs> went on because on it was here? just so wrong and dysfunctional. <laughs> I think a lot of people, I was, I was perusing a lot of social media while uh-huh. these were going on to see what people were saying. And I don't think a lot, I think people were so intrigued with what the hell is that thing <laughs> yeah. that they didn't get the point of the commercial which was there are three things to make an awesome mountain put, put three things together yeah. to create one awesome thing which uh-huh. is why there was a baby a monkey and a puppy <laughs> i got it i got it but- man i might just chill tonight puppy monkey baby puppy monkey baby that's gonna stay puppy in your head baby. forever puppy monkey baby puppy monkey baby Horrifying. Mountain Dew Kickstart. Dew, juice, caffeine. Yep. I mean, scary. I can't imagine being the the ad company that came up with that idea and sitting in that room and going, "Hey guys." <laughs> and it got green lighted. Yeah. Oh, let's see. There's gonna be remixes out. You just wait and see. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see, Steven Tyler for Skittles, which we saw advanced copies of. Uh, Steven Tyler evidently still has the celebrity draw, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bud Light's political campaign, Seth Rogen and Amy Schumer. I, I like thought that, that was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they took their joke about caucuses surprisingly far, didn't you think? I, I was thrilled. It was funny. But yeah. that's also a good reminder. Like That ad is an example of a good reminder of how much better ads would be if they were actually a surprise during the game instead of being released online days before. Right. Because I doubt if you had seen it before, you were laughing as hard. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's just a handful of them. I mean, I could go on like this all morning long. I mean, my favorite was absolutely, hands down, the, the dachshunds. The puppy, the, oh, dogs. the, the hot dogs. dogs, the yeah. wiener dogs running to the mustard and ketchup. The wiener dogs weird. for Heinz. What about the one, the NFL babies? I mean, that was the commercial for the NFL, like with the families, but it was, I thought it was adorable. Yeah, the Super Bowl babies. The idea that yeah. kids are born nine months after their parents watch the home team win the Super Bowl. A uh, little humor probably would have gone a long way there. Instead, they made it serious, but people, a lot of people seem to like that. Mm-hmm. So. And the Ryan Reynolds, welcome to Ryanville. That was pretty sexy. That was cute. Ryan Reynolds, uh, even Christopher Walken for Kia. I feel the need to get a colorful sock puppet after that one. <laughs> that was cute. What about the weird stomach character thing? That was weird. I, I like that one. We said yeah, the I don't know same if I saw thing. that one. It was for... Um, 
pills for like it was for like I- IBS. Oh God! Yeah, yeah it was that like was like an intestine. That wound up on the list of USA Today's worst commercials. <laughs> Uh, no one wants to hear about constipation or toenail fungus, says USA Today. And some of the local commercials in different markets made waves, too. On the East Coast, uh, this is one that got people worked up. It was actually a tourism spot for Colonial Williamsburg in Virginia. It aired right after halftime in New York, Philadelphia, and D.C. But along with a bunch of patriotic images from American history, they also included like tragic stuff, including the 9-11 attacks on the World Trade Center, a lot of people thought that was tasteless since the Super Bowl isn't really a time when you want to dwell on that kind of thing. But it's probably more about how you deliver the message. You can't sneak up on people with 9-11 during the Super Bowl. Well, did you notice our local spot with Nick and Vanessa Lachey? That was cute. I yeah. Cincinnati missed film. it. Mm-hmm. I saw the very tail end of it. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, it was. It was cute. I rewound yeah. it because I was like, oh, there's Nick and Vanessa on the TV. Right. Yeah, I mean, it was one, and it was quick. And then there was an ad here locally, I'm told, I didn't actually see it, but Big Brothers Big Sisters Mm -hmm. of Cincinnati uh, wound up on there. I guess Local 12 had put out to local charities, uh, nonprofit organizations, if you would like to take advantage of this time, you know, we have a slot open and Big Brothers Big Sisters were able to get something together using the folks from TQL, I guess uh, the, the CEO of TQL was either a big brother or he might have had a big brother Mm -hmm. growing up. And so I believe the TQL organization had funded the commercial and then Local 12 provided the time. Mm -hmm. So it was nice to see some local nonprofits make it on. It was a nice spot. It was a nice spot. The same one with the girl with the double lung transplant. I don't know if you guys saw that one, too, for organ donation. She Mm -hmm. was out there with, I think, Brad Johansson. It was pretty moving, too. Right. All right, more e-news coming up, including this year's Oscar gift bag. What is a vampire breast lift? As your e-news continues next with Jeff and Jen on Cincinnati's Q102. I don't care what fast food I get. If I order fries, I have to eat every french fry. Like, I get a little depressed when the fries start running out. I'm like, oh, my God. I could be driving down the street, and I start running out of fries, and I'll be digging in the bag. There'll be cars coming. I'll move the napkin. Like, I know there was more fries in this bag. And finally, I find that one little burnt piece of crunchy fry. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about right there, baby. Mm. I haven't driven in a while and, and bought fries. But the other day, I was cleaning my car, and I found some fries in between the seat. And they look better than the day when I bought them. I was like, how do these fries look so good? How is there no bacteria on this fry? Do you know how unhealthy of a food you have to be for mold to be like, I don't eat that All right, 651 with Jeff and Jen. we got a rain-snow mix this morning with snow showers this evening into the overnight with a high around 38, and then temperatures falling into the 20s by this evening. Uh, Fritz was reminding me off the air here a few moments ago that that winter weather advisory is going to kick in at 6 p.m. tonight through 6 a.m. Wednesday for most of us. And while the snow amounts won't be huge, the bigger story, of course, is the falling temperatures and surface temperatures falling, which puts roads at risk for becoming slick and icy. All told, we're only going to see about one to two inches when this is all over over the next couple of days. It's just going to be messy. So mm-hmm. that's what forecasters want everyone to be aware of. 
Right now, it's 37 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. All right, the Oscars. $200,000 Oscar gift bags this year. Wow. So they only go to the nominees in the major acting and directing categories. But here's some of what's inside. Got a $55,000 trip to Israel. A $54,000 walking tour of Japan. $54,000 presents. I want to go on both. I want to go to both of those places. You'll take both? Yes. A $4,800 spa retreat. There you go. That's more like it. A $5,000 in-shower aromatherapy steam generator. Ooh. $5,500 worth of laser skin tightening. Tightening? Mm Mm-hmm. $250 $250 worth of luxury toilet paper. Oh. <laughs> wonder what that feels like. Uh, $250, uh, $250 Noel Fiera arouser for her. Mm. What is it, a Fiero? Uh, Fiera. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Something. <laughs> Sounds like a Pontiac. Going to have to look that up. All right. <laughs> it better be good for $250. I know what $100 does for you. So here's your $1,900 vampire breast lift. Now, I'd not heard of this before, but it sounds kind of fascinating. It is a thing. It's called a, it's a procedure that uses a woman's own blood to enhance and round the cleavage without implants. Hmm. It can also soften implant scars and irregularities. Well, I'll be a vampire breast. Well, I, you know, I'm just waiting for the day that they're able to take, you know, fat out of your butt and put it in your boobs. And figure, you know, figure out how to suck to do fat one from one area and just put it somewhere else. Don't they do that with like the lips? I was just gonna say, I swear, I I have a friend of a friend who supposedly got some <laughs> taken out lips. of her butt <laughs> and, and put, put in her face. N- yeah. yeah, yeah, you can put it in your forehead too, but you I can't put it in your boobs. But I think it's more expensive. Well, I think it's different because it's tighter there. Oh. You know, like your mm-hmm. forehead's tighter versus if you stuck it in your boob, eh. you'd have to put like tons of it. I'm sure. Yeah. Huh. All that right. vampire thing sounds interesting, It does, though. doesn't it? Yeah. I remember the mm. vampire facial you talked about eons ago, but... Hmm. Well, all the new movies tanked this weekend. It seemed like nobody went to the movies. Uh, everybody was all caught up in the Super Bowl. Kung Fu Panda... Kung Fu Panda 3 stayed at the top of the box office. was $21 million this weekend. It really had no competition because all the other movies tanked. George Clooney, Channing Tatum, Josh Brolin, Scarlett Johansson, and Jonah Hill. They could not take Hail Caesar... Passed an $11.5 million opening weekend. Not That's disappointing. Good. I thought that that would do a lot better. Very disappointing. Uh, also, The Choice, the latest Nicholas Sparks movie tanked, made only $6.1 million. I read that book. I was like, oh, God, here comes another Nicholas Sparks movie. So I'm like, I'm going to read the book first. And this was one of the worst books he's written. Really? So I knew this was coming. Yeah, I was very, I was like, really? You were a big fan of him. Really? I like a lot of his stuff, but this one, no. Horror fans didn't really come out for Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. That opened with (laughs) $5.2 million. That looks so great. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, that was was pretty much it. A little Mm -hmm. disappointing. A little disappointing over the weekend. The one thing that we um, haven't hit yet about the Super Bowl was the halftime show. So. You know, you had your Coldplay, you had your Bruno Mars, you had your Beyonce. Beyonce's mm-hmm. outfit, by the way, was a tribute to Michael Jackson. That was supposed to look a little Michael Jas- Jackson. I was going to say, it felt that. very Janet Jackson. I mean, very Rhythm Nation mm-hmm. tour to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 1814. People right. kept asking, why does she always wear a leotard? I'm like, she just that's just her thing. There was, if you've uh, got a waist and legs like that. Yeah, there was quite a zipper on that thing. 
Yeah, because remember the <laughs> last time she performed at <laughs> halftime, she almost had wardrobe malfunctions with the bouncing around and the with leotards. So that was intentional, the the, uh, the, the outfit, the, the Jackson take. Yep, and she almost wiped out, almost fell on her butt. And then, of course, she Saw sang that. a new song and uh, announced a world tour at the end of the yeah, the yeah, show. I saw between Pittsburgh, Nashville, Chicago, Detroit. Detroit. We've got you know at least four shows that are within four and a half, five hours of here that mm-hmm. we could yeah. potentially hit. If you've never seen her before, she's amazing. I mean, yeah. just hands down, you are mesmerized the entire time she's on stage. And after Coldplay performed first, Bruno Mars and Beyonce came out, did some of their songs, and then Coldplay joined in. By the way, I did like Bruno Mars's jumpsuit, his pajamas. <laughs> yeah, his rubber rain pajamas. <laughs> Wait a yeah, I kept thinking Janet Jackson through this part. And then Chris Martin joining Beyonce and Bruno Mars. And there it is. What did you guys think of the stage? Very colorful. It looks really nice. I was thinking if anyone's tripping on acid right now, yeah. they are in trouble. I, uh, I, I. I never really noticed one thing about Chris Martin. I, he doesn't stand up straight. He, there was a lot of squatting going on during yeah. his entire performance. He leans over. He squats. Like he this. leans. He hunches. <laughs> oh yeah. For like four it's like, dude, your 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 core must be so tight. It is. Well, and, and that's how he is. Like even at the piano, like he's just a really animated guy. He, he really gets just, into he it. Can't be still. No, but he seemed like he had fun last yeah, night. Absolutely. He seemed like everybody had a good time. Mm-hmm. Did you guys feel like Coldplay got kind of? Push into the background. Everybody's talking about how Beyonce stole the show. Well, I think Coldplay struggled a little bit in the beginning, especially because they evidently had sound problems. Mm -hmm. And but I I liked it obviously because in part I'm a Coldplay fan. I like the fact that there was a little something for everybody. I like the way they all blended together. I loved all the kids Mm -hmm. seeing everybody involved because they are completely totally different kinds of performers. I mean, for sure, yeah. And the types of music that they do is very. I mean, in our world, we tend to turn our nose at anything that isn't within the Pop 40 wheelhouse. But, you know, there are a lot of fans that are obviously not as big fans as Beyonce uh, Beyonce and Mm -hmm. Bruno Mars as we might be. Right. But, you know, every year there's a complaint. Like, even the year Paul McCartney was on, everybody was like, yeah. he's a dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) Paul McCartney. You know, the who. I will say, though, they did, like, that little kind of nice montage of, like, the past performers. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I thought that was great. At the end. They really didn't pay tribute to, like, the biggest thing that has been talked about in a Super Bowl halftime show. Madonna. Or um, um, Jenna Jackson. Jenna Jackson. (laughs) Oh, they left that out. Yeah. Hmm. You know what else is funny and really quick, like noteworthy, is that Peyton Manning's brother Eli, they panned to him right when they realized that 
the Denver Broncos were going to win it all. And his reaction is like nothing. Stone cold face. Everyone's like jumping up and down around him. So there's like tons of memes online about what a disappointment he was as far <laughs> as excitement was concerned. I wonder if it's tough being Peyton Manning's brother. I mean, he's I got think two he's Super done Bowl all right rings. himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fine. He just didn't look he very excited. Okay. Who knows? He might have been just very emotional knowing he's watching his brother play his last game. Right. Who knows? <laughs> Second date update is trying to bring people together, or at least find answers. And today it is all about Steve. Steve, welcome to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Good morning. Good morning. Steve went out with this girl, Amanda, and he wants to know why she's kind of fallen off the radar. Let's start with how you met Amanda and how the first date went. I met Amanda online, and uh, I thought the first date went really well. Um, I'm single after being married for 15 years. Oh, wow. Um, so I was just trying to get back out there, get in the swing of it, and uh, kind of get my feet wet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I invited her to lunch at Panera. That's simple. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to keep it simple and quick. And um, she's also previously married. She has kids. I have kids. We both work in real estate. Like, it was just, I, I was just trying to make it a, a quick and easy thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was nervous. She she seemed relaxed. I thought we had a, a nice time. Did you say you both work in real estate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like it, it was, you have a lot in common. Lots yeah, to talk we had about. a lot in common. Um, we both just recently joined Match, and um, I, I just want to know since since I'm just getting back out into dating, what I did. If I did something really stupid or I offended her or something like that, I just. I yeah, really like to know. Okay, so you, you you're not necessarily heartbroken over the fact that you haven't heard from her again, but it, you would like to know what her reason for just disappearing and avoiding you is. Yeah, yeah. totally. Don't get me wrong; she was, she is attractive, and I'd I'd love to go on another date. But if, even if she's not interested, it would be great to know. Kind of like that feedback form after a house showing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, that's an option. You should maybe write some of those up. Yeah, you do it in the form of a comment card. Right. You say you don't have to fill this out now, but this is <laughs> you get the a chance postage later. is already paid. Just drop this in a mailbox. <laughs> yeah. God, that's funny. <laughs> All right. I will consider it. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's just get right to it then. We'll take a break here, and when we come back, we will call Amanda and see what she thought of Steve and their lunch at Panera Bread coming up with Jeff and Jen here on Cincinnati's Q102. <laughs> All right, Steve met this girl, Amanda, online. Uh, they're both single, but evidently they have both been married before. They both have kids. Uh, Steve was married for 15 years and is now just sort of venturing back into the dating scene. And what stood out about Amanda's profile is that they both work in real estate, and it seems that they're both kind of at a similar point in life, so they have a lot in common. So they made a date and had lunch at Panera Bread, which is pretty harmless, mm-hmm. very safe environment to meet someone for the first time, not really high pressure, which is good. Mm-hmm. And Steve, you said you two hit it off pretty well, right? Yeah, I I was impressed with how relaxed she was, and we had a good conversation. I, I thought it went well. And do you remember how it was left when you said goodbye at Panera? You know, it was one of those things where, you know, we're just like, okay, we'll be in touch. You know, it was like we sure. gave a hug. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like we had a, a big night out or something like that. You know, didn't slam her up against her car in the parking lot and lay one on her. <laughs> it's Panera, Jen. <laughs> Let's calm down. Yeah, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
And was there any communication afterward? Like, did you text her? Did you try to call her or anything like that? Or were you expecting her to do that? No, I've, I've been in touch. I've, I've sent her a couple texts and haven't heard back. Nothing. Okay. We're going to go ahead and call Amanda. See if she's willing to talk about what happened, how the date went with Steve. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Amanda. Yeah. Hey, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you? Good morning. Oh, wow. Good morning. (laughs) Surprised to hear from us? Well, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is a second date update. Yeah. (laughs) Can't fool anybody. You're right. Uh, Yeah, I I actually, um, my New Year's resolution was to get out there and get serious about finding a partner. Okay. uh, But that means... Uh, I actually don't know who it's about because that's been on. <laughs> oh, you've seen a lot of different people. Last couple weeks, Got you've it. been out on a lot of dates. So you knew it was a matter of time before you'd eventually get a call like this. <laughs> yeah, I listen all the time, and I, every time I'm on a date, I kind of think, "Oh man, what what happens if I don't uh, okay. get back in touch with them? Am I going to end up on the radio?" <laughs> well, here we are, and listen, yeah. I I appreciate if if you're willing to play along, we would love to do this with you because I find this whole thing this this in particular fascinating. We were contacted by a super nice guy named Steve, who you had lunch at Panera Bread with. And the, f- yes. the interesting thing about Steve, before I ask you about the tone in your voice, <laughs> it's the way he's approaching this. He's like, listen, I mean, I really liked her and I thought she was great, but if she doesn't want to see me again, it would be really helpful to me to know why, because I'm sort of new to the dating scene as I venture out into these uncharted waters because it's a lot different now than it was 15 16 20 years ago for sure okay so let's just get out of the open if you listen to us you know that steve is already on the phone with us you may as well say hi steve (laughs) yes hi steve hi amanda all right so can you we we talked about this in the form of like a comment card like you know how real estate agents (laughs) they sometimes have you fill out a comment card and since we know that you both work in real estate would you be willing to critique your date with Steve. <laughs> sure. <laughs> as awkward as this may feel. Right. Did he show well? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he he did, uh, is the short answer to that. Um, the date was really comfortable. We went to Panera, which was nice because it was very low pressure. You know, sometimes being on a date at a fancy restaurant, it just makes you uncomfortable. Sure. Um, and it was cold outside. We sat by the fire. It was cozy. It was nice. Um, and he seems like a totally great guy, but I think maybe he should take a little more time before he jumps out onto the market like he is. All right. Why do you say that? Well, first of all, he just left his wife. It was what? January 2nd, you said? Yeah, it was recently. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that was, that's after a long period of decline. It's right. You know. Right. Okay. But signed up for dating right away, hmm. which, you know, I mean, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, but just a little backstory. When I asked him why, you know, what happened, which, you know, maybe I shouldn't have. But With the marriage, why curious. did the marriage fail? Yeah. He said the effing whore couldn't keep her pants on for more than oh five minutes. Oh, my God. Wow. Which mm-hmm. kind of came out of nowhere and just seemed very raw. Okay. Um, 
And then when I said, what does that mean? He said that. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? What is that? I don't understand. So what are you saying? Yeah. yeah. So I, I guess she'd been cheating for quite a while and he didn't wow. know until recently, not that recently um, that they just split up, but recently enough that I think it's still kind of. Raw. He seems like maybe well, he's still got some anger. Uh, Amanda, you asked me about it. Bottled and up, and I answered you know, I your maybe, question. Maybe you should focus on that, that before she you... couldn't keep her pants off for more than five minutes. I, I, okay, I didn't realize though that it had been so soon. I mean, just a couple, you know, no. a few weeks ago. I, I guess I had this impression that you were married for fifteen years and you had been out of the datings. I don't know what. I guess I well, just made a natural assumption. Well, it's kind of the way that assumption. he said it. He was just kind of like, "Oh, you know, I was married, and now I'm getting myself back out there." I felt like you took a break between being married and putting yourself that back out there. That was kind of the impression that I got, too. Yeah. But that's okay. That yeah. was my mistake for assuming. Right. Yeah. Listen, I'm I'm ready to move on. It's I, I, I can separate my anger from my ex from looking forward to meeting someone else and being in a good relationship with a good woman. Well, who am I to judge who's ready to move on and who's not in situations like this? But I guess I'm just curious like you're physically out of the house i assume this all went down january 2nd you living in an apartment yes divorce proceedings are underway quickly yes wow you've been in contact with a lawyer i mean it it hasn't been a whole lot of time here dude yeah but it's happening and and i've heard two people now tell me that they don't want to tell me how to live my life and then you've both gone ahead and done it. Uh, not, not at all. Just asking questions. He also yes, but said, you're asking leading. <laughs> but he also said that there was a long decline in the marriage. So maybe it has been over well, for a I while. Think, I think what everybody's trying to get at here is, yes, in your heart, in your mind, you feel like you're ready to meet someone <laughs> to share the rest of your life with. But mm-hmm. there's, you know, it sounds like you have a, a bit of anger or bitterness. Mm-hmm. In you, and yeah. so I think the question is: With that being considered, the anger part, are you really ready to be with somebody else if you still have all of this uh, about your ex-wife? I don't know, Jen. I think that's a leading question. I'm asking because <laughs> his answer can go either way. We're not telling you how to live your life here, dude. But... No, not at all. I, I'm yeah. trying. But you do sound kind of angry. <laughs> <laughs> We're led to believe that there might be a little anger there. Hostility. I'm angry, but I'm trying to move. This is this is me trying to move past the anger. Okay. All right. So my question to Amanda and all the other ladies listening out there is, do you want to be the vehicle that he uses to move past the anger? Uh, I do not. I wish him the best. Like I said, he, he seems like a really, really great guy. I just. But I've been in this situation before, and it did not work out well, and I just, it's not for me. Okay. Fair enough. All right, we know. I appreciated you meeting me for lunch, and, um, you know, it sounds like you don't know what you want either if you're going on a ton of different dates. So, but I wish you luck. Okay. All right, Steve. And I will offer this one little piece of advice, if I could, Steve. Maybe instead of saying the effing whore couldn't keep her pants on for five minutes, maybe you could say, my wife wasn't faithful. Okay. I will take all of your your comments and suggestions to heart. Yeah, that sounds a little (laughs) less mad. You're right, Yeah, I mean, you can think effing whore. (laughs) Yeah. But maybe actually say my ex. Perception, uh, (laughs) because 
Amanda, it was Amanda, right? Uh-huh. She may have thought differently if you had said she wasn't faithful. It may have come off as, oh, that really, is, I feel bad for him. Oh, instead yes, you of, see, wow, you're the victim. That guy's angry. <laughs> that said, you would all feel differently if you met this whore. <laughs> Probably so. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Maybe. Well, listen, we, uh, we, we set out on a fact-finding <laughs> wow. mission, and I think we got what we wanted. So, Absolutely. Steve, thank you for reaching out. And, Amanda, thank you very much for taking the call and walking us through this. We appreciate everything. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, guys. Yeah. All right, so uh, long. And good thanks. luck to you both. I love Steve. How he's like, yeah, I'll take that under advisement. Right, right. <laughs> dude. And I want to check back in with him. Like, I think he should be an update. Update. Fascinating. Oh, yeah. oh that is because funny. we're all like, whoa. That is so funny. I know. I feel like I have to cut the tension a little bit here with the little puppy monkey baby. <laughs> Uh, I'm feeling better already. I will say that I do find that commercial funnier now when I look at it through the lens of they're combining the three winning uh, categories for commercials. Yeah, the three biggest, most popular ingredients in any Super Bowl commercial, a puppy, a monkey, (laughs) or a baby. They always seem to be the most successful Super Bowl commercials, commercials that involve a puppy, a monkey, or a baby. Let's just combine them all in one spot. And make a puppy monkey baby. That's right. Awesome. So... Back to a second date update. If you haven't been, haven't gotten a call back after a first date and you don't know why, we'll place that call for you. You just have to get a hold of us, 513-749-2320, or email us, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.